The making of a masterpiece. The knowing oneself beyond anything you ever could imagine. Why do good things happen? Why do bad things happen? Why do I exist? Why don't I know? What's the meaning? Why is God not real? Why is the devil real? Why do we not believe in our own selves? What is our inhibitions? Why do we cast doubts of despair? Why don't we trust and believe? God loves you more than you know. God spoke this into existence with you on his mind. The most minute thing in the atmosphere. The most elegant thing in the water. The most gracious thing in the sky. But yet and still, he made you. But then yet, you still question because you see turmoil and controversy. But yet you still doubt, even though you open your eyes. Not realizing there were millions of people who didn't open their eyes. My name is Troy Lockett. I'm from Houston, Texas, Southside. I'm a brother that uh just grew up in the streets and dysfunctional household. Just coming up part of that struggle, you know, and uh, going through different things and brought different, you know, changes in my life. But I just, you know, been through so much in, in, in life, man, going up in a, in a house, you know, that's dysfunctional. And you don't understand it until, until you know, you've grown and, and things and change in your life. But, uh, you know, I came up in a dysfunctional household, man, that led me into the streets where I grew up in third ward in a low-income area, you know. By me coming up in that low-income area, at a young age, I just happened to fall in love with, you know, with the love of money, with the love of, you know, flashy things, wanting, wanting the image to be seen, to be noticed, you know what I'm saying? And by me uh, not having direction in my life, man, a father figure and a mother that, that has understanding that direction about this life we live in, I just, I just fall deep off into them streets and I fell in love with the streets began to raise me. You know, as the streets began to raise me, man, I began to get out there and hustle, you know, doing just, just local stuff, man, stealing, uh, anything to make a dollar, man. Before you knew it, I was incarcerated at a young age, at the age of, of like 15 and juvenile, you know, and that led me on further down the road, man, to, you know, to the streets, knowing nothing else but the streets, not believing in education, not believing in people, man, you know. So, you know, I end up start hustling, selling marijuana and stuff like that at an early age in my life. By the time I reached 17, I was a known little dude around third ward, making fast money, hustling. You know, and by that time, the crack game that came into play, cocaine, I entered that, everything that was, you know, about a dollar, I, I gave it a play. And as I moved on into that, I got certified at a young age, at the age of 17. That led me into messing around with the wrong people in the wrong places. And I ended up catching a attempted capital murder of a police officer, which had nothing to do with me. But by me trying to live that life that was embedded in me, the street life, keeping it real, I helped somebody else out that it was a case. I ended up getting four years prison at the age of 17. Come out of jail right at eight, right at 18, because we got a parole system in Texas. As I come out of jail, I came out worse than I went in. Kind of like a line, you know. Don't know nothing to do but eat. So I went right back and got on that same paper chase, man, chasing different fast money. Let's call it from a federal prison. It was a new day, but the same me, you know. So I ended up getting out there, uh, 
weed again to make some fast money. Before you know it, I moved up fast and began to be a crack dealer, taking over different little projects in the hood and seeing how in my in, in my lifestyle how people will respect you and seem to have care for you when you're making fast money and then you're putting fear in people by, you know, packing that tool, by busting people's heads, you know. Stuff like that come natural to you, man, when you're real with them streets and it came real for me, man, you know, because that's how I grew up in them streets. So, you know, as I'm growing on and I'm moving on in this in this drug life, I just, I just happen to, man, just... I just happen to be more hungry and hungry for the love of that money, man. Not having no directions, man. Just just living for each day. And I continued on down the path before you knew it. I'd have been in TDC two or three different times on possession of crack cocaine. Signing for these five years and three years sentences. Not knowing that the system is eating me up by setting me up. I'm just looking at uh, if I five for five years, I'd be out in a certain, certain amount of money. I'd be back in the streets, and I'd be back trying to get rich again. Not realizing that this was a setup, you know, to tear, the, to tear my household down, to tear my community down. By me not having no direction, I can't give nobody no direction. So I continue going down that path, man. It ended up leading me to later on getting out of prison, becoming a man in the streets, moving it, drugs, not seeing what I'm doing to the community. So as I moved on down the down down a little further down the line, I caught a 25 year sentence in the state. I went to trial and got found guilty for possession of cocaine, crack, and I got 25 years in the state and I did nine years on it. Got out once again, the same dude, different day, same neighborhood, same community. Back in them third ward streets, man. Only thing different, you got young dudes out here doing the same thing that I'm doing. Now I'm a older dude doing it. And, you know, life continued the same way, man. And before you know it, I'm on my way uh, taking care of some business because I didn't found new hustles, you know. And it led to me getting shot three times. I'm up in the hospital, laying up in the hospital. During the moment that I got shot and I'm in the hospital, my sister had just died the day before, so I'm laying up in the hospital and they can't even have her funeral because I'm in the operating room. And as I made it through that, I got out of jail. Now I'm facing the possession of a firearm. And uh, I'm fighting this here case, I'm out on bond. Now I find out that it's gonna be a federal case because uh, possession of a firearm is, is, became a federal charge. I leave the state and I go to a uh, coal mine area in Texas and I take it to the trial because it was either go to trial or you was either put it on the guy that was in the vehicle with me. Once again, you know, the streets embedded in me and that ain't the way it go with me. I went on, passed it on and just told him to take it to trial, man, you know. So I went on with the trial, man, hoping and believing and praying that, you know, it would be a better day since they didn't have a good case. Before I knew it, I had been found guilty and I got 290 months federal time. Ran concurrent with a, another state crime of 25 years. So I'm facing 25 state time and I'm facing 290 months 
on several times. Finally, I get to click on, and uh, I started having hope. The only hope that I, I really hope that I ever met, and that was in God, to turn me around and give me hope to keep me fighting this case, to keep me trying to enlighten people that is more to life than money, you know, and, 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 and fast living, you know. It's more to life, love, man, you know, being able to see the bigger picture, you know. Want for your neighbor as you want for yourself. You don't want jail or incarceration. So, you know, I, I just want to try to enlighten others, man, and thank God that I'm, you know, I'm still alive, I'm still amongst the living. Yeah, man, so I, you know, I just pray each day that I can enlighten any brother, any any person, man, you know. And I hope, and I hope and pray, man, you know, that it's helped some young brother, man. It helps somebody out there going down that wrong path, man. Thank you for listening. This is the making of a masterpiece. Hope you have a blessed day. And remember, you control your destiny. Treat others as you want to be treated. And the world will treat you right. Stay righteous and have a blessed day. Subscribe and share. Thank you for listening to the making of a masterpiece.